Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Gary Anthony, Sean O'Connor, and Wizuma. Coming up on TMS, you'll have no Brian, wait, no Bobby, and no Lieutenant Yar! Wall of Donuts. My people call them suck balls. Spay or neuter your crypto bros. Leanne rhymes with what? Yogi and Boo Boo, strike in Asheville. The Nintendo Crescendo. Schrodinger's obituary. Can't fix the pee! Spilly McSpill Cup McGee. We pick up the poops, what more do you want? The Quicker Taker Outer. Brian Dunaway brought the retro everything. Life happens $6,000 at a time. Star Wars asked Star Wars with Steven and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I'm moving different. This shit ain't nothing to me, man. I'm a dog. I'm biting the fart bubbles into bath. Vote for Johnson. The stakes are too high for you to stay home. This is the morning stream. Ah, that's the level of stupid we're looking for. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for Monday, August 28th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Hello, Brian. Hello. Boy, this was a close one today, wasn't it? Yeah. It was close. Near, near miss, everybody. Brian had internet problems, and we were we were just about going to have to last second Bobby in again, and uh, he was very nice to, to be available for that. Yes. But then the yes. uh, the turn the tables turned once again, and your internet came back, and, and here we are. Yeesh. Yeah. Yeesh. Yeesh. What a pain in the butt. It really is. It's just like, uh, yeah, without going into all the details... Uh, my ISP told me it was up. Everything's working fine. I reset my modem, lost all my settings, and then my ISP said, "Oh wait, our mistake. It's down." <laughs> oh, sorry, oh, sorry. That sucks. So, That's a whole like cut the blue wire, but first cut the green wire. It's like no, no, no. Wait a minute. Exactly. Oh yeah, exactly. man. Exactly. All right. Oh crap! We've already all blown up. No, oh, no. Plus, so, you got home at yeah, like so it, midnight or one or something. Got right? home at midnight. Uh, it was yeah. We had a late flight. We left Atlanta at nine something, and basically we did that because we wanted to um, spend as much time with the the tadpole folks, um, specifically Chuck and Amy, who were uh, absolutely the nicest to uh, well for a multitude of reasons, but the 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 most the latest of which the last of which was driving us from Asheville back home with them to Atlanta. Mm. 
and then taking us to the airport. And if we had to fly out, like if we were going to fly out at what we would consider to be a normal time, mm. um, we would have had to leave Asheville super early in the morning and we would have paid for a car that we would have only used once one day and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. That was nice though. So, oh, really nice. Jeez. Extremely nice. I mean, if, if, you know, there's this whole, this whole weekend was just fantastic. And even before we even saw the wonderful, uh, Tad, Tad Peepoo, um, <laughs> Tina and I got to spend a day or an evening in Savannah, Georgia. And I will say this is, uh, um, it was absolutely a wonderful uh it's a wonderful little town. We met up with um listener Jonathan and uh his uh, their girlfriend Amanda. Yep. And um Wabbit Magic says, Brian, you only need to reset your modem defaults as a last resort. Well, thank you, Wabbit Magic. <laughs> that's what we thought. We He thought yeah. he had a last yeah, resort situation. That's the idea. Yeah, I thought it was in a last resort situation because nothing was working. <laughs> nothing was connecting. Anyway, um, <laughs> thank you for that. But Savannah was Savannah was beautiful. We uh, We didn't do any structured graveyard or not graveyard but like haunted tour but savannah is the most haunted city in america so oh, we i didn't know that i looked online found some stuff yeah the um mercer house the old city hotel where there were murders that's now a brewery that's where we met jonathan and amanda mm. um it's uh uh and then of course we had to go through a graveyard and we went we found a graveyard we found the um what is it the oh, i'll never remember the name because my mind is is all frazzled this morning yeah but uh found a graveyard walking distance from our hotel and boy lots of really old worn graves and ones that are sold they have little metal braces propping them up and uh that sort of thing and and uh, so lots of cool pictures are those big stones like big old gravestones like uh... big old gravestones but then some really small ones and um lots of people who died from uh dueling and lots of people who died from yellow fever oh Man, one one yeah. one's a quicker way to go, but the uh, yes, exactly, yeah. yeah. And neither <laughs> neither one's fun, but no, uh, no. it'd be great though. Uh, if somebody shot a guy from across the courtyard and then immediately died himself from yellow fever. You know? got the yellow fever on the bullet. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> That's awesome. Right. Um, we uh, uh, then met up the next morning with um, Chuck and Amy, who drove us up to these gorgeous cabins um, just outside of Asheville in like Wolf. Again, it, a combination of lack of sleep, getting in late, getting yeah. up early, still not sleeping very well, mm. and then uh, having to deal with the modem stuff. It was Wolf something. Wolf Creek? Is that it? Wolf Creek. That seems That's cool. Wolf Creek. We have one of those. So were the, and, these were uh, the, this was the Airbnb place you guys stayed? To... Yeah. And um, different from the one that they stayed in last year that had that weird teepee in the upstairs oh, room. Oh, right. Right. Um, this one was just, just fantastic for us. Like... Two cabins separated by a third cabin that was being renovated. So we had a little bit of walking to do to get back and forth between the two cabins. But plenty of room for all of us, like tons of room for all of us. Lots of room for board games. And and um, and Brian brought uh, his, uh, <laughs> like, he brought his entire retro setup. You'd, you'd think that, all right, well, you know, Brian's got VHS tapes. You'd think he'd br- bring a VCR and then some way to connect the VCR, like some little converter thing that would convert it to HDMI, because chances are you're not going to find component cables in the back of a brand new TV in an Airbnb. Right. Um, no, he brought a 27-inch 
fat, heavy, dumb CRT television. <laughs> yeah. A VCR. Yeah. A turntable. A tape deck, yeah. cassette tape deck, uh, and a VHS rewinder. Whoa, what? So, like, you know, not, well, not only could we watch a VHS tape, but then we could rewind it separately. And it's because he's Brian Dunway is the deal. He didn't that's bring the, any of his old NES or Genesis stuff or any of that? Oh, no, no, he also, that's right. He also brought a PlayStation <laughs> 2 and two uh, Dance Dance Revolution pads. Oh, my gosh, and, dude. Uh, a bunch of And uh, a bunch of games like that. What a nerd. Yes. What a nerd. I love that. I know. It was it was hilarious. It was really, really funny. And so we actually did. We ended up watching a movie called Star Night. Oh, sad how I can remember that, but I can't remember the <laughs> damn town we were in. Um, this movie called Star Night, which had uh, Harvey Keitel, really early uh, Harvey Keitel role, post-Taxi Driver, but pre-everything else that mm. Harvey Keitel did that was good. Mm. And uh, and then we watched like the first, well, we watched the first five, ten minutes of Space in the Forbidden Zone with um all of Ringwald, and uh, but apparently everybody else stayed up and watched the rest of it. Mm. You were like, you know, I'm not this young anymore. I got to go to bed at three. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then the next night they watched uh, 1993 Merlin. We watched, we watched some of it. And <laughs> September says you missed 1993 Merlin. I'd say, well, I wouldn't say I missed it. September. <laughs> yeah. Define the word missed. Yeah, mm. I'd say I left ten minutes in. Tina, I left ten minutes in, but I wouldn't say we missed it. Because you could uh, say you missed a bullet or you dodged a bullet. It's the same thing, really. You missed exactly. the bullet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, but so many. I'm, I'm going to forget somebody, but I'm trying to remember all the people that were there that were uh, so awesome and friendly. We had uh, Audi Norman, Paul uh, Masius. Um, oh, Audie made it. I didn't know he was good. Audie made it, yeah. Dude looks great, too. Slim yeah. down. Yeah, um, he's doing, Amy, doing real good. That's great. Uh, Brian, Shane, um, Natalie, um, uh, Brian Panky. We had three Brians. We we had three Brians, so we had to res- uh, re- stage the three Spider-Man um, Oh, the uh, pointing pose. thing, yeah. That's good. Yep. Where is this? This is probably uh, the Discord, that photo, I guess. Maybe. Yes, it's definitely in Discord. Uh, absolutely in the in the uh, Southeast Meetup Discord, you'll find it. Okay. Um, Leanne um, Rhymes, Leanne Rhymes. Yeah, Leanne <laughs> Rhymes was there. Of course, Brian Dunaway. Yeah, uh, perform live with Dunaway. No, who am I forgetting, folks? Tell me who I'm forgetting. Oh, Jaina, of course. Uh, Jaina uh, Pride from our our chat. Um, oh yeah, Jaina. Uh, well, yes, Tina. Yeah, <laughs> I Tina guess, was there. I guess I never named her. I, I, I shouldn't forget uh, the the woman that I married that also was like the the biggest volunteer to do anything to help out with everybody. No, I said you first September. I guess I didn't. Say, I didn't mention Rob, but of course, yeah, you heard me mention September as well. Um, but yeah, no, it was. Uh, I think that might be. I got Shane. I think I got everybody. Got everybody. Yeah. yeah. The only reason I know Shane was there for sure is he posted a video of him turning slowly in a room. He did. I asked yeah. him. I asked him if he. Uh, I asked him if he did that. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> I you guys... I, I might have forgotten Rob, but I'm sorry, Rob. Glad yeah, you guys had a good time. We were uh, we were a little bummed about our cross scheduling because it would have been really yeah. fun to go down there. And Wendy was here yesterday, and she she was yeah. like, "Hey, we should do that next year where they go down south. I like the south." I said, "All right." We'll, we'll make it work next time. She says, okay. And then she left. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. A uh, couple, yeah. couple other things, though. Paul brought uh, Return to Dark Tower. 
Oh, how I, I saw the vo- uh, video or video, a photo of you guys playing that, and I was very curious. How was oh, that? Oh my god, it was so much fun. This thing, this it was a four and a half hour game, but it was. Uh, I mean, this was the place to do it. Where else are you going to, you know, have a, an opportunity to uh, um, to get in there and do it? Oh, there's Paul in the chat room right now. Yeah, and and after playing it, so obviously Paul brought his copy. Um, Amy has her copy. The four of us it was uh, Paul, me. Uh, Amy and Brian Dunaway and now Brian Dunaway are like "Mm, where can we buy copies of this so if nothing else I mean Paul should get should get commissioned because uh, did that thing ever go uh, retail can you get it anywhere it it um, not yet at Mm. least I'm able to find a retail yet but there are people selling their kickstarted copies and Mm. there's like um, a game company that I think probably bought 10 or a game store that bought 10 of the full pledges that are selling those. And I'm going to try and get one of those, although, geez, Louise, it's, uh, it ain't cheap. It ain't cheap, Scott. No, they don't. Does that to give that shit away? You're going to have to pay no, for that. It's going to be 450 bucks if I want. If I want everything, including all the miniatures and all that sort of thing. Jeez, but that's a load. Whew. That's a game that, like, you know, you, you basically use an iPad or a tablet or Android tablet or something, Pixel, to um, drive the game. It connects via Bluetooth to the tower mm. and makes the game so much easier to, like, go through. You basically just go, oh, all right, uh, it's Brandonway's turn. Bloop, bloop, bloop. I'm going to fight this guy. And then bloop, 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 and drop some skulls. And it's like it basically walks you through everything you need to do. And it's um, can, so. Can it's you so, play it without that if you had, like, no, no? Uh, I don't know, somebody didn't have a tablet? You could. Oh, yeah, you that. absolutely could. I think you're going to be just using cards to simulate the the randomness of things like boss fights and um, uh, and things like that. But, I mean, you wouldn't want to. You, you, there's no, like... If you after playing it with the tablet, if if for whatever reason a tablet, a phone, an iPad was not available, I wouldn't play it that day. I would play yeah. something else. Do something else with your four yeah, hours, exactly. Because it'll be six yeah. hours without the tablet. It's way out of work. Well, that's yeah. great. That sounds like a blast. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, uh, I experienced a fair amount of FOMO, which I don't usually have. I'm not a FOMO kind of guy, uh, but I was thinking about yeah. all my friends and all my pals all together and. I didn't know Brian brought the '80s with him. Geez, Louise, Brian he Dunaway. pretty much did. Yeah, brought all brought all the '80s. Hell yeah, yeah. and a little 2000s, I guess, with that PlayStation. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, well, that's awesome. I had something happen that was funny as shit, and I have to share it. All right. Oh, tell me. So, okay. um, Kim and I got away for the weekend. The original plan was Moab. Our six thousand uh, dollar water bill <laughs> repair bill changed those plans a little bit. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be something more fun. Although Moab's great. Yeah, Moab's yeah. awesome. So uh, you know, whatever. But we ended up we ended up mostly downtown. And um, here's here's what's funny. So we're in this brand new Marriott, very nice place, right? Mm-hmm. And they have this wall of donuts. You ever see this? Where the where uh, you see this? You ever see this? Where a wall wall of donuts are like complimentary donuts, and they're hanging on hooks, and you're supposed to just take oh. one. You ever see that? No, I have not. That Thought doesn't that, seem like you're going to get a good fresh donut if it's been sitting there hanging on a wall waiting for somebody to take one. But well, the lady there seemed to indicate that this was a thing they only did during this one hour during the day, and we just happened oh, really? to be there okay. for that time so that they're sort of fresh, I guess. But okay. it still seems right. weird. You just pulling donuts off a wall it's weird it does yeah because yeah anyone can touch those donuts at least when they're behind glass at the winchels only the person with the uh flimsy clear plastic gloves Mm -hmm. is touching them Mm -hmm. but somebody might say "Ooh, a pink sprinkle one 
oh, wait. And after they've touched the pink sprinkle and now their hand is moving over to the Boston cream. You're 100% and, where uh, my brain was at on this. That's all I'm I sure, thought I'm about. sure. I, yeah, exactly. I've, done, I've worked with you long enough to know exactly where. It's like, <laughs> where who, is, who has touched these singles. freaking things and where are they now and that kind of thing. But yeah. the main thing is <clears throat> we were hot and we wanted water and they also had strawberry water and lemon water. Just basically there's fruit in the water. So it has kind yeah, of infused, the... Sure. Uh, I always like that. It's always good, right? Yeah. So yeah. I load up. I'm, I'm there, and there's a guy behind me while I'm there loading up on, I think it was lemon water, and he's right behind me. And I'm tired and being a little sloppy, and I accidentally put the cup in a weird way and launched a bunch of water against the donuts, the wall, and the floor. Didn't mean to, but I just went, <laughs> bleh, right? No. Just totally had oh, a go. No. Okay, yeah. Now, not a big deal. Kim grabbed a bunch of napkins. I sopped it up, threw it away. I told the lady, hey, we, you know, I don't know if it's a slipping hazard, but we just had a little spill over there. And she's like, oh, no worries about it. Whatever. This guy behind me watches. He witnesses this whole thing. Goes in to get his water. We then are mopping up while he's getting his water. Mm-hmm. So we're timing this all around the same time. We throw in the trash. I start to leave and head toward the elevator. He comes after us toward the elevators. Elevator okay. opens up, bing, opens up. Nobody's in it. We're going up to the seventh floor. Mm-hmm. He's standing out front, and it's just Kim and I. So it's not like, you know, it's a big elevator. We got room yeah. for whatever you yeah, need. room for the three of you. Yeah, no sure. problem. He doesn't have luggage. We don't have luggage. Everyone's just a free, free, free wheeler in here. Yeah. I open the elevator, and I get in, and he stands out there staring at us. And I went, and I put my hand out to hold the thing shut. They're open. Yeah. And I go, are you kind of, yeah. do you need to get in? You go in. He goes, oh, I'll wait for the next one. And the only thing I can think of was, uh-huh. was because I was, sta- I still, you know, I had my water, which I eventually got a full cup of because after the spill, I got, I filled it again. You refilled it. Sure. The only thing I can think of is he's looking at me going, I watched him spill that all over the place. I can't have this happen in the elevator. <laughs> Things are going to spill it all over the inside of the elevator. Yeah, I really think that's what he thought I was going to do. Did you check to make sure that when you had your, your spill splash that you didn't like have a big wet spot on your crotch <laughs> that might have still been visible? Now that you say that, I don't actually yeah. know. I don't have proof one direction or the other on that, but maybe I did. Yeah, Maybe I had a big splatter down there. Actually, I might have. Um, I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think about that. Oh, really? Like, it might have looked like you wet your pants? Yeah, it looked like some kind of weirdo <laughs> getting drug around by my, you know, uh, my caretaker. I don't, you know, for all he know, he didn't, he didn't know. But he wouldn't get in that right. elevator. And, uh, man, I thought about that guy all day. It's like, oh, why, no. why wouldn't it he get in here? It easily could have just been something like, you know, uh, there's the new variant of COVID going around. I can wait for the next elevator. No big deal. A lot of people are, a lot of people are doing that. So that's true. Could have been him just, maybe he just. Would rather not go up an elevator with strangers. That's fine. Yeah. I understand. People yeah. have that thing. You know, uh, our own Tom Merritt hates elevators. Can't he? Can't stand them. Gets really? In there, can't wait to get out of them. He's got a, an irrational, lifelong fear of elevators, and and he's talked about it on the maybe not this show, but we've talked about it on some show before. But he's he's you know so everybody's got reasons. But yeah. it just cracked yeah. me up that this guy just witnessed this water catastrophe and then was like, I'm not going near that guy. <laughs> you know, it easily even could have been that maybe he was a little sniffly. Maybe he's thinking, well, it could be, uh, could be allergies, but I'm going to hang back and let this, these, this uh, attractive couple take the elevator ahead of me. I'm sure. Look, your, your version is the new version. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, totally. yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, something I forgot about, by mm. the way. We woke up... Uh, um, Saturday morning. So yeah, it was it was uh the next day. 
um, after we'd all gotten there. And we'd had a full day there because we were waiting for Brian Dunaway to show up. And um, uh, Or was it Friday morning? Was it Friday morning or Saturday morning? Anyway, we woke up one of the two mornings and looked out um, out uh, uh, the front window and saw that the car doors were open on a lot of the cars, the Tadpool members' cars in front of the Airbnb. Oh. And we're like, crap, did some, like, are there some kids who basically just come up here, or some people who come up here and think, all right, we're going to rob the cars. We know people are asleep. We know they come up to uh, um, to uh, the, the Airbnbs. Um, let's just break into their cars in the middle of the night because I'm sure they've got stuff. Um, and as we looked, we noticed that inside the cars, it wasn't like glove compartments were open and stuff was rifled through or um, consoles, middle, you know, be, between seat consoles was open up and stuff was gone through. Um, but the things that were scattered all over the place were any bits of road food that you picked up on your way to the Airbnb and left in your car Uh-oh. Uh, for the night. So we had picked up some uh, lemon uh, lemon drop, uh, as we call them, suck balls. <laughs> like little lemon drops, the lemon drops that you suck on and you, while you're driving. Yeah. Um, Brian Dunaway had some uh, uh, Cliff Bars or some some um, uh, some sort of uh, energy bar kind of thing, and a thing of Mentos. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, this was this would have been. It would have been Saturday because during the day Saturday, we went into Asheville, went to some galleries, and, and that's when we met up with Dunaway, and then he came back to the thing with us. So, yeah, it was waking up Saturday morning. So it was Friday. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Friday, we met up with Dunaway. Yeah. Saturday morning, woke up to find the bear mess. Okay, there we go. We're so it was a bear. Up. It was a bear. It was a point. bear. We were pretty much figured out that a bear had opened car doors, couldn't get into the Teslas because they had a flat. The yeah. handle goes flat into the side. Yeah. And um, and we looked, and we could even see like scratch marks, like claw marks in the little divot where your hand goes to um, pull open the door. <laughs> yeah, all I could think of was, "Oh, clever girl, yeah. clever girl." Yeah, but uh, hilarious. Like they just open the doors, get all the food out. All right, this car's done. You got that one? Oh, I'll come do this one, that one with you. Ooh, and multiple bears, doors. like more than one well, bear. Eh? Well, I don't know. We we oh. don't know how many bears there were. Could have been. Could have been just one. But yeah. uh, but they ate everything except for Brian Dunaway's Mentos, which they just spread all over the passenger seat. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, did this yeah, not did a this, fan. Did this play while that happened? Right here. Hold on. <laughs> did this? Where the bears are like, all right, we're gonna get out of yes, this mess. Exactly. How yes. are we gonna do it? <laughs> and then and then the the camera froze, and the bear looked at the uh, the camera and went, fresh maker. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah. Having a bear encounter, that's cool. That's the thing you tell your kids. Yeah, well, you want, and that's the kind of bear encounter you want. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want them sniffing around your tents or any of that, but, you know. <laughs> exactly. That's great. Yeah, then Sunday morning, no, I guess it was also Saturday morning, um, while uh, folks were making, uh, man, uh, September and Chuck made this incredible brunch for everybody. And while they were doing that, we went up. Uh, Brian Dunaway and Tina and Leanne and I did a little bit of hiking, went up just this little trail that came off off this little cul-de-sac that we were parked in. And we were thinking, all right, well, it's just going to be in the woods and stuff. We'll do a little bit of hiking and and see how things go. Um, we were out in this corner and there's this big open field with a bunch of these weird machines. It kind of looks like in Lost when they 
they come around this corner and they see all of the um, the sound fence that uh, the Dharma Initiative have set up, I guess, to keep polar bears out of that part of the island or yeah. really to keep the others out of that part of the island. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're like looking close at these things and we realize, wait a minute, these are snowmaking machines. So this is like a, this is a slope. And then we go a little bit further and we find the ski, the ski lift that goes up to the top of this hill. Really? Uh, and so Dunaway and I went up to the very top of the hill. We sat in a ski lift. We found where you could turn the ski lift on, but we decided that would be a bad idea. <laughs> two Bri- two Brian's were killed today while trying to mess with a bunch of shit. Exactly. More I think, you know, just shot. Because it's not like it's not like we could do it very stealthily. Everybody on the mountain would see that ski lift moving and they'd know there's only one place you can mm-hmm. be to turn that thing on and yep. it's up at the top of the lift in that in that little uh little box. Yep. You would have got uh, the you got the mount the local popo on you up there. We would have easily, yeah. And there's no hiding. There was no you know. There's no getting away because then we'd have to try and get down the hill back to our Airbnb. So it's like a, in the colder months or something. They put up some artificial I think so. slopes. Yeah, so. I think they make some snow and then people ski right there. And it's it's so hidden. There is no signage that says this way to the Wolf Creek uh, uh, ski hill. <laughs> the ski hill with only one switch to turn it on. Exactly. Yeah, I course says there might be a way to do it from the bottom too. Probably. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. What a fun yeah. thing to have, yeah. have happen to you. Bears. Bears and skiing. Bears. Woo-hoo. Bears and skiing and delicious brunches. Bears brunches and Battlestar Galactica. Oh this man, is, uh, what a what a combo. That's what a, right. The tri- a karaoke. Is, um, that's also a video you can find in the uh, the the Southeast Meetup Discord channel. Uh, you can see all of us doing karaoke. So yeah, I saw a bunch of that. It looked awesome. Yeah. Hey, I got a I got a lift update for you. Okay. Ooh, hit me, hit uh, me with a lift update. Were, it's a weekend without any lifting. Be courteous and it obey was. traffic regulations. But we got uh, we got some thoughts from a listener. This is from an anonymous listener who's texted us okay. and said, "You also need to tell Brian this that at the end of 2023, his Kia Soul will be ineligible to drive for Lyft. Might not be able to do or say might be able to do deliveries, but not ride people." Then again, maybe right. Lyft allows ten plus year old vehicles, maybe fifteen, but Uber is only ten years allowed. Is that yeah, true? Lyft is Lyft is fifteen. So I've got basically right now it's two thousand eight or newer vehicles for Lyft. I don't know. So so Uber is ten years. So that's good to know in case. Uh, um, in case you ever dual dual in case wielded. I ever dual dual boot, yeah, but uh, dual, dual wield dual wield your car. Uh, yeah. Dual wield my car. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Uh, uh, would have been this would have been a year for me to uh, to buy a new electric vehicle uh, if I didn't have to pay sixty five hundred dollars at the end of twenty twenty two to replace an engine. Right? No, there's a lot of stuff I would do with that six grand I spent on water stuff. <laughs> A yeah. lot of things. Look, I'm you sure. can't always yeah. tell what the future's going to bring, so you just take your hits. But, but holy shit, it's a lot mm-hmm. of money. Okay, mm-hmm. we're not all you know Jeff Bezos here. Yeah, was, you know we're we're doing we're podcasters who do this in our basement in front of cheap sound panels we bought from Amazon for <laughs> eight dollars for That's a right. dozen or something. That's right. So, we got come a, on now. We got a deal yeah. on it. We're not, uh, we're, you know, there's no Joe Rogan here. There's uh-uh. no Mark Marins in our midst. No. Oh, I did have one of so the things. So, support us on Patreon today. Yeah, on to Patreon, everybody. Get over there. So, we were, uh, the, well, the only other thing I would say about our trip was uh, it was all very relaxed and chill. We went on a book, bookstore hunt, like a crawl. Oh, like, nice. Like yeah. old books. We found, like, stuff from the 1800s. It was pretty cool. Um, but real chill, but we, uh, we, the first night I thought I was in Vegas again 
because at about nine o'clock, we get back to the hotel room around nine because we're old and lame. Mm-hmm. And we, we get up to our room and all of a sudden some really loud music starts to play. Oh, like no. like okay. Hilton lobby like unce, level, like unce, unce, yes, unce. That's very techno. Okay. A little bit of singing. I couldn't quite tell what combination of genres we had going, but it was pretty loud. And the sure. whole and we were facing whatever this was. And at first, I thought it was in the hotel. So I was like, "What is this BlizzCon 2013? What's going on here?" <laughs> um, but we get out and look, and there is a bar outside, just across the street. Uh, and it looked like a really nice place. It had like an underground, or it's part of the underground river that runs through Salt Lake. It's part of, I forget which creek it's called, but they there are a few buildings that feature this river going through their building. So it's like an indoor river. It's really cool. Nice. But they had theirs on their little outdoor thing, and they had this band or something, DJ, I don't know what, playing. And it was really loud to the point that like our room was kind of vibrating in a pretty brand new Marriott. Like it's not like this is some mm. crappy old hotel. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and it was really loud and I thought, well that'll go till like 10. This is fine. You know. We'll yeah. we'll, we'll watch yeah. showtime yeah. We'll or tough whatever. Tough it out. We'll tough it out for an hour. We'll so deal yeah. with it. Nope, that played till 2. 2:30. Oh, no. But by the time I was finally uh, getting used to it, where I was going to fall asleep because I'm used to the sound, now that's going to help lull me to sleep. They stop. And now I can't sleep because the sound is gone. Do you know what I'm? It's like people get uh, really yes, into yeah. white noise or something, and then if you yep. take it away, you can't. You're just screwed. It was like that. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, that sucks. It did suck. It did suck. But other than that, it was fine. The other nights they didn't do it, so it was good. Uh, all right. Well, we've got time for some news. I think we should get some news out. Uh, Let's do some news. This news isn't going to tell itself. So here you go, everyone. All right. Time for the news. Brought to you by. Sprinkling baking soda all over the shop. Oh right! This, last night is we this also the donut. Well, we had to. So we had to host the, the dinner last night. We had to get back pretty quick because Wendy was here. So we had a dinner here. All the family came over oh, yeah. and we just did the whole thing here. And um, Kim's insane on how she did it, but she made food as yeah, soon as we got come back. back from a vacation. And uh, Kim's in host on host duty. Yeah, That's it was nuts. it was nuts. But anyway, and part of it was Misha. My sister Misha would normally host, but they they're moving, and so it's all mm. in disarray. So we did it, and something like 30 people came over. But the side of my house is kind of my dog's toilet. We cleaned it up every day, (laughs) right? We go over there and pick up the poops and stuff. Right, but But that's where where she likes to go is on the side of the house. Yeah, over on the side. Walkway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and our big patio thing that that we sort of entertain on when we're hosting things is right there adjacent to that. Well, normally, no big deal. We pick up the poo when it happens. You throw it out. You do whatever. Usually, I try to walk them anyway. Um, but one thing I didn't count on is it's August and it's hot mm-hmm. and the sun's out all day and it just bakes the oh. pee. It's the pee I can't do. I can't fix the pee. No. Yeah. That's, that's seeped into the ground. Yep. Uh-huh. So every once in a while I would like just kind of waft over and I was like, we can't have this tonight. This is not good. <laughs> we can't have people over. The place smells like urine. It smells like urine like back dogs. here. So I went out there. I was told that if you did this, it would work. And sure enough, it actually did. And I'm not sure how it worked. But I went out there with a big bag of Arm & Hammer baking soda, because what other brand even is there? And I'm yeah. holding it. And I'm just going, blah, just throwing out blah, a bunch of this stuff on <laughs> where the dogs pee. And then you water it down. Yeah. And it's supposed to suppress you know the dog any kind of dog stink from back there and it, and it worked okay it went great really yeah it smelled great all right good yeah you're supposed to that stuff works with uh, litter boxes as well and um yeah it worked i was surprised it's a, 
that's a good good technique. Yeah, I was I was a little shocked that it actually. I don't believe anything works until I see it anymore. That's how skeptical I am. <laughs> and uh, it sure, worked, so enough. that felt good. Uh, Brian, in a not surprising story, yeah. buy, buyers of the Bored Ape NFTs are suing uh-huh. because the digital apes turned out to be a bad investment. You don't say those no. darn uh, those NFTs strike again mm-hmm. with those. Uh, Imagine spending eight hundred yeah. grand on a stupid ape and having it be worth four bucks now or something. Oh God! That's, how much were those things? So what? Uh, oh, they what, were really expensive. Some, were some, they? Yeah, you know, some of them. The rare one, the rarest ones were. I think people paid millions for those. <laughs> oh no! It's ridiculous. Oh, I feel bad. I feel bad for the people who got who who did that, thinking, "All right, well this this will be the next Bitcoin." Because Bitcoin had that like moment where it rocketed up, mm-hmm. and uh, people were looking for that next kind of payday. Everybody I wants a bad. quick turnover. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you I think you're better off sticking to tried and true investment methods, and that's right, yeah. slow and steady wins the race. Everybody, that's our financial advice. Yeah. Uh, buyers of the NFTs oh. are very sad. Uh, the Sotheby's auction house has been named as a defendant in a lawsuit filed by investors who regret buying Board Ape Yacht Club NFTs that sold for highly inflated prices during the NFT craze in 2021. That feels like millions of years ago now. It really does. Uh, yeah. The Sotheby's auction duped investors by giving, this is their claim, by giving Board Ape NFTs an air of legitimacy to generate <laughs> investors. Because it's Sotheby's, was it right? The, was it the uh, the drawing of the ape that gave you the the false sense of uh, legitimacy? Was I think it, it's what, just what like exactly I think it's just it? Sother- yeah. Sotheby's known for like, oh, this is King Charles's golf bag. Um, yeah, right. Uh, the the actual true, real good auction stuff. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what they what they think anyway. Yeah. Um, Decent, yeah. The boost to board ape NFT prices provided by the auction was rooted in deception, says the lawsuit filed in U.S. District Court in uh, California. It was revealed at the time of the auction that the buyers uh, or the buyer was now disgraced FTX, uh, which is that oh. dude with the, all the hair. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> yes, the shaggy dude. That, yeah, he looks like that a whole stu- FTX mess. He's like Jeez. a rejected uh, Welcome Back Cotter student that we just never right. got he's, to know. He's, he's a horse shack is kind of what he is. Yeah. <laughs> He's you know, raising his hands, going "ooh, ooh, ooh," just to buy something. Mr. Kata, Mr. Kata. Yeah. Oh no, not horse shack. Uh, the other guy. Oh, the, uh, it's uh, 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 Epstein. Epstein. Thank you. Yes. Don't go to his island. I'm just saying. No, no, avoid that too. Yeah, yeah I'm sure he just. I'm sure that turned into an unfortunate name all around. Yeah, I'm sure it was just a regular old prison suicide. I'm sure it had nothing to do with anything else. I'm right. sure it was just. Right. Uh, look, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, as anyone who listens to the show knows. Yep. I, there's no way oh, yeah. that a pr- one of the most prominent jails in America suddenly in the same night had the mm-hmm. cameras go bad, the guards walk away, and nobody around. There's no way, yeah. not a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I'm, well, whatever. That's the only conspiracy I believe in. Yeah, I don't even think that's a conspiracy because it's not like. Um, well, I guess somebody tried to tell everybody that nope, nope, it was just he, he hung himself. There was. Just I mean, that's a the official story. Guards weren't himself, watching. Right? Yeah, so I guess it would be a conspiracy if it's if we're going against what the official story is. Yeah, and by it the just way, feels like uh, yeah. Don't take it as me feeling bad for Epstein because that guy sucked. But, oh well, yeah. yeah, no, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's bad. He's no, a bad man. Definitely no, no defending, no defending that guy there. Yeah, uh, and anybody who engaged in any of that BS should find them, string a bump up by their testes. All right. 
Uh, anyway, it says here they sold 101 of these apes. Uh, oh, wow. That's two years more than Bob Barker uh, bid for his oh. uh, thing. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, was, I was saying pre-show when Bobby was here briefly that yeah. it's it's hard for me. 100 is a, a, a 99 is an incredible run. It's a hell of an achievement. Yes, exactly. But how can you not make the don't bid over 100 joke? You have to. I know. I know. Try yeah, to be as close to the price without it's, going over. And he did it. Same, you know, similar thing happened with Betty White, and we, there, there just kind of shows you that the, because um, nobody really made jokes right away after Betty right. White. We all kind of held a little bit of a, a, um, a higher regard. She's America's grandma. Is she is America's grandma. Yeah. Um, I miss her but, to this uh, day. But then Bob Barker is kind of like, okay, let the jokes fly. But it wasn't none of the jokes were mean. They no. were just like, you know, that's not a mean joke. Saying that, you know, he went hundred without going over, or he, did, <laughs> he got as close as he could to the actual retail price of one hundred without going over. Yeah, in a way, it's almost a tribute because it's like dude, it that guy went saying, out yeah. the way he worked for fifty years. He was he was a host for fifty freaking years. He was exactly, and Bob would laugh. Bob himself would laugh at something like that. That's right. And then he'd tell so, me immediately to spay or neuter my cat or dog right as right. soon as the I was going to talk to him. price is wrong, bitch, is what he would say. <laughs> you would. One of the greatest <laughs> cameo moments in all of film history. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so anyway. Yeah. Anyway, these guys are getting screwed. Uh, so check this out. They sold a lot of one of, uh, a, a lot of 101 of these things for $24.4 million, mm. uh, for its Ape In auction in September of that <sighs> year. Yeah. Uh, that means pre-auction estimate of twelve million to eighteen million. The average price was over two hundred and forty-one million for 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 each of those. Two hundred forty-one thousand. Yeah, uh, they now sell for a floor price of about fifty thousand worth uh, of either cryptocurrency of e- oh ether. Did they say ether? Ether. They, ether. Ether. Yeah. I was worried they misspelled ether. <laughs> no, the ether- I guess it, the Ethereum, or is there? Is it just? It's Ethereum. A generic term for uh, it's got to be okay. Ethereum because why would they write? That's the only thing it could be because Ether is not yeah. a separate currency. That's weird. Right, right. They just write Ether and didn't like it's not even capitalized. So I'm guessing they mean Ethereum or, or just the fact that cryptocurrency is out in the Ether. Yeah, basically <laughs> it is. Yeah. Anyway, good luck to them. We hope uh, yeah. this all works uh, out. Yeah. Hope so. uh, BioCal sent us a little story. I'm going to read it. Okay. Actually, Thanks, put Bio-Cow. it in. Uh, he put it in our Discord. Yeah. You're welcome to do that, people. If you want to hear a yeah, story a on the place. show, we will often do it. Florida woman reportedly poured Mountain Dew on herself to remove her DNA. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. Or I should say, Are you sure wasn't DNA. trying to remove somebody else's DNA? <laughs> it's, it's actually close, closer to that. Um, a Florida woman connected to her roommate's murder allegedly poured Mountain Dew on herself to remove DNA oh. evidence. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so it really was like... <laughs> the blood of another. Okay. You know? I was going with a whole different direction mm-hmm. uh, for me. That's what I was doing. Well, get your black light and put that away there, buddy mm-hmm. boy. Um, yeah. Let's see. Nicole Max is facing uh, charges for first-degree murder, tampering with evidence, and resisting arrest. On July 1st, Daytona Beach, Florida, were flagged down by a, connect- a concerned individual over a fire at a home. Uh, bottom line is her, her idea was, hey, I got blood on me. I'm, ner- I'm freaking out here. They're going to catch me. What do I do? A nice cold can of Mountain Dew. Which actually, <laughs> you know what? Uh, I mean, I've see- she probably had in her head, like, Coke will take off your battery acid stuff mm-hmm. right oh up. yeah so they're thinking she was probably thinking that this would be the uh 
the the solution. Yeah, like it'll cleanse. In, in a panic, I I'm trying to think what I would do if I had just killed someone. Mm-hmm. I've never done everybody. Okay, calm down. Scotty just killed a man. There are no cold cases with my name on it. All right, I'm just saying. But if I did, and I was like, well, what do I do? And I go to the fridge because where else would you go? Like that's where you would go. Yeah. And I'd look in there, and if I had soda, I would probably think soda was the best answer because what else is there? You know, you're not right. going to put ketchup all over yourself or and have them think, oh, it's, it's part of the ketchup. <laughs> what else? Yeah, what are the things that you use to clean yourself? Uh, yeah. Seltzer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, was I going to put like, um, I don't know. That's I guess I would still think that something carbonated would probably have more of a effect than not. So yeah, I guess I guess I want to call this lady crazy. I mean, she's crazy for killing somebody, but I kind of want to call her crazy for the for the Mountain Dew. But I think maybe that's what anybody would do if they were if they were maybe. freaking out, trying to hide evidence. I don't know. Unless she had like, maybe. if she doesn't have any rubbing alcohol in the house, like everyone does, maybe that would have been better. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I could find rubbing. I mean, I'm sure we've got. I know we've got some rubbing alcohol in the house. I don't know uh, where I'd look for it to find it. Is the problem? I had a friend in high school named. Justin Pinkler or Sprinkler? Spankler? Anyway, I don't remember his last name. Pinkler. Pinkler. That guy sipped rubbing alcohol. Oh, geez. For fun. Yeah. And it had the effect of doing what you think it would do. It would make him buzzy. He would get a buzz from it. But there's no way he wasn't doing irreparable harm to his liver or his stomach. God, no we used yeah. to say, Justin, oh, why are you doing that? He goes, man, this is, you know, this is great. You guys don't even know unless you try it, man. Just don't light any matches, man, he'd say. Ugh. Yeah, he's weird. I'm trying to find something here. To, I'm trying to make a, like do a setup for a joke. It's taking a long time. All right, I'm not going to do it. Um, I was looking desperately to find the uh, segment of the Who's Won't Get Fooled Again where Daltrey goes, yeah, because I was going to do a David Caruso. Oh, oh sunglasses look on. Look out, boys. This... This murder is a code red. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like couldn't, it. Couldn't pull it up in time. I struggle. I have it. I have it up there. Pulled it up in uh, uh, in Sound Studio to see if I could find the moment. And I, the whole the whole audio file is showing up as one big one big loud. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anyway, that's what'll happen. Uh, yeah. One final story from Hootie Forty Two. Oh, from Hootie, the Hootie 42. Hootie 42, which was uh, Level 42 and Hootie and the Blowfish combo concert that happened that year. It was such a great, uh, yeah, it was, was, uh, love their song, Something About Holding My Hand. Yeah, and there's something about holding my hand. I can't Hold my, let her her cry. Let her cry. Let her cry. Let her cry on me. Kind of miss them. I mean, I know they they were just top 40, but. I kind of like yeah. it. Yeah. Charles Martinet, longtime voice actor for Mario and Luigi, has retired. Yeah. He yeah. lets it go for one last time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it created a bunch of funny memes where a bunch of like hardcore, deep voice actors uh, went to, to various social media networks and recorded versions of them auditioning to be the new Mario, and it's all very funny. In fact, oh, I think, really? I, think oh, I have great. one prep for later. I'll play it now. It's me, Mario. It's the guy who played... Um, Clive in the new uh, Final Fantasy 16 game. It's like a okay, very, very yeah. serious character. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Martinet, who's been doing this since 1991, 
is retiring. He'll be stepping into a new role as Mario Ambassador, which to me sounds like they moved him out and said, hey, here's a consolation prize, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is according to Nintendo. They told io9 via email that Martinet is not involved in Super Mario Brothers. Wonder. This will be the first game without his voice. Uh, there will be someone who sounds just like him, though, I'm sure. It's a guy who sounds like this. Let's go, Mega Man. Mega I Man. Mean, Mario. <laughs> Mario, let's go to the Waitaw Womb. The Waitaw Womb. Oh, hey, Luigi. A step of, really a step forward for the character. Uh, let's see. The company is excited to honor his legacy and contributions in the future. His new position as Mario Ambassador. Who knows if it's a paid one? Uh, Martinets. Oh, can I say something nice about Doug Bowser real quick? Do you know who sure, that is? Do you know Doug Bowser? He's the, he's the head of uh, the head of Nintendo, or not head of Nintendo, but uh, president of Nintendo America, of America. Nintendo America. Yes, right. right. He's a big deal. He took over for Reggie Fizeme back in the whenever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's having it's a good ride for him. Like Nintendo's at a, at a crescendo. They're doing great. great. And uh, he is a he's an alumni of the University of Utah, and is a has been in the past. Carter works up there. Is the only reason I know this. Big supporter of the the games program up there. Comes out there all the time. Does speeches for him all the time. Uh, loves the place. Huge fan of his former college. So he likes to come out and do stuff. And the other day, they had a big... Because they're starting up the new semester, right? So they had a big intro thing and showed off a bunch of stuff. And Carter's been out there working her butt off. And uh, Doug Bowser comes out. And that night, they they had a big party as well. And he was supposed... His flight was scheduled to leave before the party. And he decided all on his own. Nobody asked him. Mm-hmm. He just changed his flight. You can do that when you're the president of Nintendo. Not really. Yeah, you could. Much. You could basically say, yeah, probably no charge. Yeah. yeah, no charge. And hung around for the party and like, you know, hobnobbed with everybody, hanging out. Carter That's talked to him cool. for a bit. He's the coolest. He is a real le- legitimately cool dude. So, that's awesome. And his last name is Bowser, and that's amazing. And his last, it seems like the most appropriate title. I yeah. mean, the appropriate uh, uh, job for somebody whose last name is Bowser. Or maybe the most inappropriate yeah. job for, for someone with the last name Bowser. Just depends on your point of that view, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. That is our news for today. Take that with you and take it as you will. We're now going to take a break. When we come back, major spoilers time. Uh, we'll talk to Steven and hang out. Uh, because I had to yeah. do some music picking before Brian got here, I'm going to tell you guys yeah. about a song from my nephew's band, Brother. Um, every time there's a chance for me to pick music, I almost always default to playing something from them because I'm proud of that kid and I really like his music. Uh, I think their name is their band name should be something else because it's really hard to <laughs> SEO. It's like you're almost as bad as calling yeah. your band live or um, the band. Up. Yeah, the, the, those sorts of things the are band, a problem. The band, yeah. Yeah. But uh, Brother made a song called Goodnight Girl, and it's uh, I have it on good authority. It's actually inspired by my niece who married Chuck. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really sweet uh, little song and one of their better tracks, I think. And uh, I want you guys to hear it now. So uh, go check out all their work. They're really good. They were um, also featured in a track on the latest Dead Mouse album. Uh, really, really cool version of that song as well. I don't have permission to play that one, but uh, this one I do. Uh, so here it is. It's Goodnight Girl by Brother. We'll be back shortly. Stay tuned.
No, your server is not the waiter or waitress at your favorite coffee shop. The server is the company that is providing your access to the Internet. It's me, Mario. And we returned. That was uh, God, yeah. tell us again who uh, who we just heard. That. <laughs> oh, that felt weird. <laughs> that felt really weird. I know. I just it just dawned on me. It was like, oh, I'm going to do that real quick. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, that's brother, and it's with a period. If you're trying to search them, brother dot. That's uh, how you know. That's how you know you have the right brother is if you see a a dot. Yeah, if you see the dot. Uh, again, the song is called "Goodnight Girl." It's on YouTube. It's on all the music services, and uh, of course, something you can buy at Bandcamp, like all the usual things. So, mm-hmm. check out Brother for more. I saw Chuck last night. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Mario, it's hilarious. He was yeah. dressed. He was dressed in a overalls, a cap, and a button down that had the sleeves pulled up. He was basically dressed as Mario, but it was black. Oh, so, wow. White shirt underneath, but this top thing and the overalls were all black. And he shows up and I go, uh, I think they filled the role. I think they have the new voice actor already. They don't, they're not taking auditions, Chuck. And he looked at me like, <laughs> like I was going crazy. He had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> He's a good guy. Though. But I want, but I want, but I want the job. <laughs> you, um, somebody, I think Shane Maddox said, what about... Uh, do you think they're they're paving the way for Chris Pratt to basically take the the audio stuff as well now, or do you no, think that's uh, no, no, yeah. no? There's no okay. way. I, first of all, I think he's too expensive. Um, Probably definitely, yeah, yeah. For sure. So they're not going to do that. But also, uh, what Wonder's basically done. So whoever's in it is in it, and it's definitely not him. Oh, uh, so they actually do have uh, the replacement. Yeah, they've got. They haven't talked about who yet, but they've gotcha. definitely got somebody. Yeah. Okay. You know, it really pissed people off if it was AI or something. That would be bad. Oh, God, that would. Yes. Yeah. I can oh, see them man. doing it, but I hope they don't. Ooh, yeah. Not, not uh, with what's going on. Not in this climate with the uh, SAG after a, a, a um, strike. Yeah. Holy yeah. cow. Now, if they did a movie crossover thing, sure, you could see Chris Pratt doing a one-off or whatever. But for the games moving forward, I mean, there's like three Mario games a year of various kinds. It, it, yeah. They're not going to yeah. do that. No. Um, but Shane, I liked your idea. Okay. <laughs> now go in a know? room, take your cam, take your camera out, face it at you, and turn slowly in that spin, room. Slowly spin around. Let's call Steven Schleicher, who is on yeah. today. And um, Got some sad news from the world of comics that we're going to talk about. Some, well, not just the ones in our in our notes here, but a uh, couple of them, a couple of gnarlies. Couple. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that when comics are hit by sad things. And now, welcome Steven to the show. He's a huge freaking nerd. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Hey, it's Stephen Schleicher joining us from Hayes, hey, Kansas, the home of all things major spoilers. Hi, Stephen. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hey. Hello. I flew over your state last night. Oh, man. <laughs> it is why it's called the flyover state, right? Did you, did you wave at us as we flew over? I, I did, actually, yeah. You're the one that screwed up my uh, my astrophotography, a big old plane, right through the middle of one of my shots. There's the perfect shot of Jupiter. <laughs> Click. Oh, it's a Delta flight. Yeah. Damn it. How was uh, how's Hayes these days? You doing anything fun there? Are there any kind of big festivals and eh, late summer? School just started back up, so there's a lot of activities. Uh, one of the things that's kind of big, uh, Western Kansas, kind of big for arts community. So we have a big art walk going on this Friday, I believe, mm. and so that'll that'll bring in a lot of people. And the art walk's a lot of fun. Really good talent in and around the area. So nice. I'm going to be. It's just reminded me of this, so it's nothing to do with that. But if any any of the Salt Lakers are around for the the uh, Greek festival in, in in the city next week, or I think it's next. No, I'm sorry, two weeks. 
Uh, we're going to be at that, so maybe we'll try to hook up and say hi oh, to people. Cool. We love a good Greek festival. Mm, Euros for miles. Actually, yeah. Oh, yeah. The food. A little Spanakopita. Oh, you're not kidding, dude. Uh, I'm so uh, excited. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Yeah, weird, weird bottled uh, fizzy drinks that they only make in uh, Greece. Weird stuff yeah, like that. That worries me. I don't know. The yogurt <laughs> soda thing freaked me out. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I'd do it. But I'll yeah. do all the other stuff. You'll do I'm all the food. Else. Yeah, you'll do all the food. The food. Hey, yeah. um, before we get to the news that you brought, Stephen, uh, yeah. another another uh, person who passed away this last weekend was uh, Arlene Sorkin. Uh, so I, I hesitated to bring that up. So she was the inspiration for Harley Quinn on Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. Uh, but the more I started to dig into it, the more I can find no official statement oh. from anybody this was as of yesterday oh, really? so she might still be alive is what you're I mean, saying <laughs> maybe i don't know so the yeah, yeah. original announcement came from a co-worker on days of our lives mm. and he says i have it on good authority that uh, you know that arlene sorkin has passed away so sad blah 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 and people are like do you have a source for this he goes yes a very close anonymous source mm. hmm. and i and then of course tmz i think reported it this morning but uh, James Gunn retweeted, uh, obviously, but there's been like no uh, variety Hollywood reporter. None of those people have reported on this. Really? And oh, so I, I find yeah. it very, very strange. And so that's why I hesitated to okay. to bring to bring that up, because uh, with Bob Barker, I mean, right away, there's Bob Barker and they've yeah. got all the obituary files ready to go. And and all of these things uh, going out there was a white snake guy passed away as well. Uh, so they had his thing ready to go. Right, and then there was right. another person. There was actually three that passed away over the weekend one, or in the last couple of days. One more. I forget. All those ready to go. Well, as, uh, of, as, of, this, as, this, as of this morning, you got uh, People, Vulture, USA Today, Hollywood Reporter, NBC okay, News. Okay, so they're all reporting They're morning. all reporting it now, but but you're right. Okay. There was, And they're all referencing the confusion, by the way. They were all like. Oh, really? Okay. They were all yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. oh, early on, this looked like maybe it didn't happen. But now it's all confirmed, I guess. So Yeah. Okay. So there you go. So she will be missed. She was great. Uh, inspiration. Uh, uh, Paul Dini said that he watched uh, was it Days of Our Lives. Is that what she was yeah, on? Yeah, uh, she was saw on her in a clown costume and said, "Okay, I'm basing everything off of this one scene oh with Arlene God, Sorkin, Calliope Bradford, and yeah. her, her character on the show was married to uh, Hugh, but she pronounced it huge." Uh, played by Krusty Spacehands himself, John Delaney. That's right. They nice. were the they were my uh, power couple on that show. They were, yeah, yeah, until he disappeared in a time travel accident and uh that show is so weird yeah <laughs> freaking days of our lives <laughs> so weird they that thing that moment that it had for all of the certain people of a certain age such a weird thing for daytime tv so damn weird, yeah. um yeah. yeah it's sad i she yeah. was pretty iconic as that voice and the cartoon created that character like that was the first car- yeah yeah that was her had. first appearance she didn't appear in the comic books until a year or so after the first uh the first season of Batman, the animated series, mm-hmm. and then kind of took off and really changed after that uh, through a lot of different arc- incarnations. I would say if people are looking for a really good Harley Quinn episode and comic to read, uh, read Mad Love and watch the Mad Love episode. A Mad Love, I believe the cartoon came first and then the comic came after, but it's about the horrible, abusive relationship that uh, Harley Quinn was in with the Joker. Mm. And it's uh, it's very good. It's a very good episode. She's also, uh, just a side note, she played the same character in the Arkham, first Arkham game. Um, I don't think she's in two or three or city or uh, or night, dark night or whatever it was called. But Batman Arkham, uh, Arkham uh, Asylum, she is amazing. Her Harley mm-hmm. Quinn character never better than it was in that. So freaking Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, rest in she peace. She will be missed. 
Uh, let's see. What else is going on? We got some bad news here. Some other bad news. Dune 2 got delayed. Uh, I'm not happy about this at all because I'm... Are, are you are you like that one person who had a super bad take that was like, this is all the, the SAG-AFTRA and WGA's fault because they're so freaking greedy. It's a F you uh, to all this. And this guy's like a movie reviewer guy. And it's like, dude, dude. No, he's right, just, so. he just has it backwards. Um, like this, I can understand when things get delayed because the strike is going on, but it's not about greedy strikers. It's about greedy corporations. So right. if he's even got a point, he's got it flipped. And he's a dumbass, so there's that. Yeah, he is. Um, he, he took down the tweet and and uh, was like, I don't care what people say. Uh, no, I'm famous, and it's just like, shut up, dude. Oh, dude, <sighs> if I get if I, mm, you know what, I don't want to ever get trapped in an elevator with. There's a bunch of people. Ted Cruz is one. There's, uh, you know, I don't want to be in there with that. Uh, um, uh, just, I can't think of his name. Uh, oh, the guy, the prop comic. Friend. Who's the redheaded prop comic? I don't want to be stuck in an elevator. Oh, right now. Uh, oh. Carrot yeah. Top. Yeah, Carrot Top. Sure. There's a bunch of people <laughs> yeah. like that, but I really, really don't want to be trapped in an elevator with clout chasers or engagement farmers. I don't want to be with those oh, people. Oh, God. Yeah. Ever. The ones that here, just here. say shit to get noticed and then they think that's now they've got a moment of fame and they're somehow getting boners off that. Freaking F off. Mm-hmm. F, F right off. Uh, so anyway, do there's like so the main reason why Warner Brothers says that they are delaying and pushing this is because obviously with the strike going on, they can't get any of the stars to come and promote the film, which, you know, uh, Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya and uh, all the other big names that are part of this. Isn't Josh Brolin in this one? I forget. Uh, you can't get them to come out and and do big, big publicity things. So right. why not just oh, push wow. that off until next year and do it? And I think people are still super hyped like you scott for dune part two and maybe a dune part three uh director um uh kind of teased that over the weekend that he's he's ready to do a dune part three if necessary yeah he wants Um, to do the the god emperor thing the um yeah uh forgot what it's called dune messiah i think that's it yeah yeah so i don't i don't think the lack of celebrity publicity especially when a lot of it has already gone out in the magazines i don't think that's a uh super solid reason to cancel the premiere uh, it could be that if you're David Zaslov, a person that I personally despise, uh, it might be another way to just say, hey, here's more money that we lost. So therefore, we are uh, closing that gap of our of our giant uh, hole that we are in uh, yeah. with our with our debt. Uh, that's me being a little conspiracy theory today, Scott, but mm-hmm. wouldn't put it past David Zaslov to say, hey, because we couldn't run this movie, we lost all this money and we're we're using that to our debt credit. It's a it's a massive movie. It will be massive for them whenever they do it, but it's a massive uh, revenue f- push from one mm-hmm. year to the other, what, no matter whose motivations are this or that or whatever. And I'm bummed just because, you know, I want to watch Dune. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. and so yeah. so so ask yourself again, let's take a kind of a dive. I did this with my students last week, and a lot of them were like totally surprised about this. Uh, who's going to suffer most? by pushing this movie off four months or however long it is to March of next year. Well, I can't, I don't think us being sad, we can't see it yet as much suffering. So I'm not going to say us. Okay. Um, probably uh, actors. Are they going to be out of anything? I don't know. Uh, have they, what's the deal? Do they usually, I guess it depends on if they took a cut of the box office as opposed to an initial payment. They probably got initially paid for the, Oh the, yeah. Yeah. The, most the definitely. Not, yeah, not yeah. a, not a cut of the back. And, end. And, and plus once this uh, strike is settled, they're going to get a bunch of money anyway. 
Yeah. yeah exactly. Studios, probably not. As I already said, probably this is not. a great way for yeah. Warner Brothers to write a bunch of stuff off. So who, oh, I wonder who could oh, be in theaters. theaters. Movie theaters could movie be a theaters, big, yeah. big problem, especially yeah. with the largest movie company in the United States, AMC. Now, what is it? $5 billion in debt. And yeah. by 2026, they have to pay off 3.1. I don't know if that's interest, but they have a 3.1 payment coming up, a billion dollar payment coming up in 2026. Uh it would be really interesting if there was somebody who was kind of poking around, maybe wanting to buy AMC, uh, but kind of forcing them into bankruptcy. And I know some people are thinking, well, Stephen, that's vertical integration. That can't be happening because of the Paramount at all uh, decree from the uh, Supreme Court. Hey, guess what? August 7th of this year, that is all gone. Mm. Oh, really? Studios, wow, studios so... can can go back to vertical integration. They can become the producers, they can become the distributors, and they can become the exhibitors. Again. Yeah, because we had United Artists that as, as a, a chain owner for quite a while here uh-huh. in Denver. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wondering how that worked. Okay, so because that's, that's, United yeah. Artists. So when the Paramount degrees happened, they said you can um, you can be a producer, you can be a distributor, or you can be an exhibitor, but you can't be all and three. All three. Can you be two okay. of the three? Uh, Disney does that, right? So Disney did that with the the parent company, Disney, and then you have Disney Studios, and then you have Buena Vista, which is the uh, distribution arm for all of their stuff. Right. And they had touch tone. They did other weird things. Mm -hmm. But that's Mm -hmm. a lot like Mm -hmm. like on the streaming side, they do that with Hulu. It's basically the same idea, you know, and Fox now and everybody else. Oh, interesting. Oh, I heard a thing. Uh, just, uh, a, just a little thing that kind of crossed my mind this past weekend while I was sitting there going, oh, Dune is, is not making it to theaters. Oh, well, that's okay. Is it? Have you have you heard anything about this uh, Showtime, um, at least streaming-wise, Showtime is going to be pushed, mushed in with Paramount Plus now or something? It's now a... I have not heard anything about that, but as we start to look at our streamers making money or not making money, it would make sense for them to start consolidating, especially if the Warner brothers discovery thing worked out, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in a positive way as, as the way, whatever this, uh, amalgamation has become on this one service that you may see a lot of consolidation among the streamers that are, um, that are owned by the same parent company to kind of merge things together. Oh, I found it. Wouldn't I, surprise so me. I found the official word. I, I probably could have looked this up earlier, but it says, um, on Paramount plus they have a, they have a, actually a post on their blog saying what is happening with Paramount plus and Showtime. Paramount Plus is now streaming the streaming home of Showtime. If you signed up for Showtime mm-hmm. streaming service or the Paramount Plus with Showtime bundle, you may be eligible just to transfer your account to Paramount Plus where you can continue watching your award-winning Showtime programming. Um, blah, 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 blah. So basically they are doing that. They're consolidating. Um, mm-hmm. It's a little like what, the not the threat, but the, the idea that HBO Max and Discovery were going to be mushed together. And they kind of are, but not... Well, I guess they are. They are being mushed together, right? Yeah, they are mushed together, yeah. So that's what's happening here. Uh, Showtime will now... What's weird is I have Showtime through a bundle I got on Prime, and I canceled Paramount Plus after finishing 1883, not because of it. (laughs) It's because I just just was (laughs) taking a break. So I wonder what I have now. Do I still just have HBO? Do I have Paramount? Oh, no, no. I know what I have because there's an email. They're going to just start charging me... 11 bucks and it's all still one big package all right now is that what you were paying before or is suddenly it's now more. because you get the best of peacock and paramount plus together or it's showtime more because i think i was i think showtime was only 7.99 or something so it's i think i think a as a i think as a bundle it's cheaper <laughs> it's cheaper than the bundle but uh, you know when you were doing it as a bundle but it's still not yeah. it's still more yeah. than showtime was by itself so there's a little bit of a little bit of free I mean, you're already getting jet. 
both. You might as well yeah. do the, the bundle, yeah. but not. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's a thing. Uh, Ahsoka is out. Two episodes. I watched them both. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What you think, Scott? I liked it. I can tell they're going for another slow burn here. Um, yeah. They 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 don't get to a lot of stuff right away. It's a little less of her than I expected in a movie or in a show that's got her name on it. <laughs> hmm. um, and, and part of that is because they are taking a super deep dive into the last 20 years of Star Wars. Not the movies, not Mandalorian, but Star Wars Rebels and uh, Star Wars Clone Wars. Yeah. That if you're not paying attention to what happened in Clone Wars and with uh, Rebels, you're going to be completely lost going into this. Yeah, this because, feels you know, like if you haven't seen, in particular, if you haven't seen Rebels, you are Rebels, going yeah, to yeah. be, you're going to be at a, at a disadvantage. I won't say that it's bad TV because you haven't seen it or anything. I don't mean that. But there's going to be some stuff where, in some cases, shot for shot, there was stuff oh, from Rebels. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, literally, yeah. there's a couple of shots in particular that are like, oh, yeah, that's straight out of the cartoon. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. And it's really cool. It's it's cool to see the Lolthcats, um go from a, a 3d cartoon animated version to a 3d uh, fuzzy version that that looks pretty cool the whole uh lothal uh, planet looks very very cool you get a lot of actors reprising roles but if you're like why does anyone care about thrawn or this ezra miller guy that's all the climax of the main star wars rebels series which i thought that they were immediately going to launch after that with ahsoka and uh, sabine wren uh, going out and searching for him, but now it looks like we had to wait for this series before they even get to the gateway to go and search for Ezra, who opened up a uh, opened up a uh, uh, what is it called when they go into light light speed that, like a light wormhole speed tunnel or whatever like a wor- yeah, wormhole. wormhole or whatever yeah. and sucked him and Thrawn to a distant part of the galaxy. So um, I will say this though, there's a couple things that really stand out. Ray Stevenson, who passed away recently, sadly, uh, yeah. finished his role here before that though, and is amazing as Balin Skull. Mm-hmm. He's very mm-hmm. good so far. Rosario Dawson, great when she's on camera. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, also great as Hera. Um, I really like yeah. Sabine, played by Natasha Lou Bordizo. I think is how you say her name. But the real uh, standout for me is voice work by David Tennant. <laughs> that stuff's really yeah, good. Yeah, oh, it um, takes me, took me a minute because I was like, wait a minute. I didn't see David Tennant in this. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's the robot. Yeah, so. and he's very good as the robot. Um, Clancy Brown is in the cartoon and in this as mm-hmm. the governor of the planet. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to like so far, but it is also. Let me say this. It's like uh, Andor was this super. Like to this day, I still think Andor is the best thing they've done. Yes, but it's yeah, it's very uh, unusual. It's not the same as normal Star Wars. This is a return to sabers and the mythology of of the Jedi, and like if you're looking for Star Wars ass Star Wars, this is it. A mm-hmm. little more, a little more, you know, inclined toward the Mando side of things, and less so toward this like dirty underground scoundrel business that that andor was mostly about and so whether that that may affect some people's willingness to want to see it or not i think it's fine so far but it does feel oh, yeah. more I like think popcorn if you've only, even if you haven't watched star wars rebels i think you can get into it but if you don't know who ahsoka is then you need to maybe do a little research yeah or at the very least well it's hard to say watch the clone wars and of it in its entirety because it's right. a ton watch the entirety yes <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a big watch it's a good watch yeah it's it's something you should see but yeah it's uh it's good though it's good so far yeah i, mean, I, two I think it's really good yeah. I think yeah. if you watched everything Star Wars right now, there's like over 195 hours of Star Wars content. 
that's out there leading up to Ahsoka. Right, right, right. That makes sense. Uh, by the way, a quick update on this, uh, how you're going to pay for Paramount Plus and the Showtime thing. Yeah. Paramount Plus mm-hmm. Essential is only six bucks a month. I assume that does not include any Showtime content. Paramount Plus with Showtime is eleven ninety nine a month, which is what they told me I will start paying for for my combination. It's it's less than it was before at, with the two things separate. So oh, there you go. Good. All right, it's not bad. Good. It's not bad. Uh, Jeff Smith, Bone Creator, famous for mm. the Bone comics. Uh, a couple other things too. I loved his uh, his Shazam. Yeah, Rassel is really good. If you haven't read, Rassel. oh yeah, Rassel's awesome. His Shazam, Shazam, Shazam run was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, poor dude had a suffered a heart attack, cardiac arrest over the weekend. Or yeah, over the week. a, a couple of weekends ago, he had a major heart attack and yeah. is in recovery so much so that his wife uh, went online and said, "Hey, look, uh, he's not going to be able to go do any tours." for the foreseeable future so they've canceled it for the rest of this year so if you're a jeff miller or not jeff miller fan jeff smith fan um you're not going to be able to see him in any shows and i was talking about this on the major spoilers podcast uh last week and i want to get your guys's input yes granted we have had indie comics for a long time but to for uh comics to catch into a mainstream audience i think we owe a lot of that to jeff smith and bone because once that stuff hit uh, middle grade readers, uh, we wouldn't have uh, uh, Captain Underpants. We wouldn't have Hilo. We wouldn't have right. uh, what is it, Cop Dog or whatever the the Man Cop thing is. Uh, we wouldn't have any of that, and we certainly wouldn't have a rise of independent comics uh, into the mainstream. I don't think without Jeff Smith and no, I'd even argue that web comics owe him like a, a ton of their legacy. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. he Just made something. It- yeah, there was able to cross that line between kids stuff and adult stuff and make it work for both yeah but even even beyond that it's like who was self-publishing comics back then like nobody oh yeah i mean you right? had you know small publishers i mean certainly you had uh, cerebus um and um you had you know the, the crazy drug hippie stuff from the from the 60s and 70s but to really become somebody that's not a marvel or a dc who comes out of essentially nowhere and creates comics and gets young readers hooked on that and becomes sells more comics to middle and grade schoolers through Scholastic Press than, you know, com- traditional comics markets could sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, and just a shout out to our pal Steve Hamaker, who's a, a member of our community. He, yeah. did, he mm-hmm. was the colorist for all that stuff. Colored he's, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's pretty devastated by all this because they all live in. Uh, sure. Yeah. I think they live in Columbus now, or I think Jeff Smith does. I'm not actually sure about that. I know he's there all the time, but. <laughs> the but good anyway. news is he's, re- he's recovering. So that's the good thing. That is great news good. to hear. Good. And I uh, wish he has a, a fast one. Uh, well, there you go, everybody. That's uh, all she wrote there at the majorspoilers.com. Not really, because if you go there, there's tons of content, including podcasts and other there stuff. Is. Steven, is there anything in particular you'd like to point people toward? Uh, if you are wondering what comics are coming up, we've got solicitations from most of the publishers for the months ahead. You can go find them out there. If you're looking for st- toys or, or statues or whatever, we've got those listings all over there at majorspoilers.com. And I would encourage people to go and do that. And even though this weekend was a beautiful weekend in Kansas... <laughs> 78 degrees is a high. Yeah. I know other people are still super oh, hot. Lovely. Yeah. So please, please, please stay hydrated. Yeah, I'm going to do my best. So will Brian. We'll both drink a lot, you know? <laughs> Absolutely will. Uh, drink a little uh, water uh, in the form of coffee right now. Yeah. Did you guys have any cool uh, drinky drinks while you were there? Like any kind of uh, southern... Uh... Oh, so glad you asked. Yeah, mm. we um, had a drink that was made by Sean Wayland, or Wyland from... Uh, 
that season of uh, uh, ANTP where we had all the Shans. Oh, was that bartender was bartender Sean. Sean heavy season. Yeah, remember that. It was a very Sean heavy season. He's uh, working on a show with uh, September that I'm excited to hear when it finally comes out. Uh, but he created a drink just for us for the mountains that was gin and um, bitters and uh, um, and thyme, the, the 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 herb thyme. It was called Wild Mountain Thyme, and it was very very good. Cool name. Some, did he some, make uh, it? Did he make it up, or is that a thing you already knew? Or? He did. No, he made it up. He made, he came up with the uh, the recipe and everything. You guys with your- oh no bitters not bitter at all still says <laughs> so, uh, next I know sorry sorry Sean yeah sorry that's cool man that's awesome um that made that the just cocktail me. and mocktail recipes are in the Discord um and even recorded a really cool video talking about how he makes it I was supposed to ask something of the tadpole that Kim wanted me to ask and put out there and now I can't remember it oh. Because you just reminded me of this. Like we have so many people that are like good at something. Yeah. And, she, and this weekend, Kim's like, "Oh, I wonder if someone knows about this. You should ask on the show." And I completely forgot what it is. I'll remember yeah. for tomorrow. All yeah, right? tomorrow's show will have it on there. We didn't even. I didn't even get a chance to talk about the um, the tour that we went on, the comedy horror bus tour, comedy haunted bus tour that we went on in Asheville. We all got on this bus and. And got driven around by um, this dude <laughs> called Mr. Bones, and he, he uh, looked uh, uh, looked the part, kind of voodoo king, Mr. Bones. Oh, I saw a picture. Guy. Yeah, he's a cool looking. I can pull this up for everybody. Show him. Yeah, uh, but it was really, it was very. His delivery was fantastic. His, his and some of the jokes were a little, you know, low hanging fruit, a little punny, but I'd say for the most part. The jokes were great. His delivery he sold them. Those, yeah, the that's fantastic. a specific skill set to do those bus tour type things, isn't it? It for sure. Yeah, um, but uh, um, they had uh, a woman who was his um, co-actor, colleague, yeah. co-co-host for this thing, uh, named uh, Karen, and her job was to play all of these haunted characters in between actual horror stories. She would play the the characterizations of these haunted uh, ghost story characters. But she would do this as the bus was driving around, and we would drive up and find her in the bus. Mm. So we're trying to figure out, like, how is she getting around to all these places? Electric scooter or car or or we just don't realize... That you know, like all the places we're going, kind of doing clover leaf, and so we're always ending up really close to the center place where all she has to do is just change her outfit and hop out. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, really, really cool uh, bus tour. That is cool. So we're looking at the guy right now. He's got he's got makeup under his eyes to make him look haunted. Yes, yes, and a little dangly leather thing. The dude played guitar while we were uh, on the bus. Like did a um, Bon Jovi uh, "Living on a Prayer." Yeah. Um, it's very ever, impressive. Very impressive dude. Do you ever, do you ever uh, the whole time you're there, did you ever say, I do declare? Did that ever come out of your mouth while you were in the South? No, no, I never, never did. I had some hot flashes, but I no. uh, never said, I do declare. I got a That's case true. of the vapors. Yeah. Uh, well, all right then. Hot. Got a quick text yeah. here from uh, Michael. He says this. Hi, TMS. This is Michael from Edmonton. I have a gamer question for both Scott and Brian. And if anyone out there wants to, they can chime in. Has everyone, uh, or excuse me, has anyone played Mario Golf Super Rush on the Switch? I also loved the Mario Golf series, mm-hmm. and this went under my radar. I'm wondering if this is worth putting time into and if there is fun in it. Thanks again. 
Uh, yes, Michael, I own that game, and it's great. If you were a fan of the uh, Mario Golf series, this is another one of those. I'm not a. I, I don't think the campaign is as deep as previous entries, which is my only complaint. Um, pre, uh, G, the GBA game, the N64 game, and even the Game Boy Color games were had these really extensive uh, single player modes with like story and RPG elements and all this stuff, and they were mm-hmm. they were awesome. This is way lighter on that front. So if that mm, if that's okay. a deal breaker, then I would probably avoid it. However, just like good old fashioned golf mechanics and multiplayer and let's go do nine holes kind of a sensibility it's as good mm-hmm. as it was ever gonna be so brian do you ever play That's it cool you ever try i haven't it? played it no i i've played i've probably played all the other mario golf games uh up to this one i didn't realize this was a thing so um sh- super rush sugar rush sugar rush yeah <laughs> sugar rush the reason they call super it rush. super rush is there's a mode where you can you race to get Oh, yeah. scratch that. I have played this. Okay, yeah, so you race between holes. Yeah, yes. you race between holes and try to get your hole in faster before yes, anyone else I does. I have played this. Okay, yeah. I think I do have this. This is a few years old. This isn't new, new. No, no, no. no. This is like two, three years or maybe more. Maybe yeah. Even right okay. around. I totally had it. Either maybe even pre-pandemic. I can't remember. Anyway. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. Um, all right. I think it's going to do it. Hey, a reminder. Listen, we have this Patreon, okay? Without it, Brian and I are dead in the water. We just can't do a show without it. We need you we guys. Can't do it. It just won't happen. No. Yeah. And every time we get a six thousand dollar bill for water or cars, guess what? <laughs> We're screwed for a while. Exactly. All right. Yes. So we need all the support we can get because we are just a couple of lowly podcasters trying to make our way in this world. Head on over to patreon.com slash TMS and help make that possible. You'll get no commercials ever. You'll get pre show content every day. Couch parties on the mm-hmm. weekend. Ooh, we'll resume mm-hmm. the She Hulk this week. Ooh. Oh no! no wait, we are we doing? Do, we're doing uh, uh, play date. Play yeah. date. Duh. We got a new month. Then we will over. resume She Hulk uh, in a week. That's right. <laughs> uh, but look forward to that because play dates are really fun. We get art in the mail, all the great monthly benefits. We got our T level. We got all kinds of cool stuff happening at Patreon.com/slash/TMS. And the biggest point of all is you get to support your favorite morning show. So show your support today. And hop on over there and join these amazing people who already do. And thank you all for your support. Please do. Yeah. Uh, that is going to do it for today's show. Before we go, though, let's do this song. So um, because I picked all the music today, I just kind of went with stuff I like. And um, Yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, you, and stuff I usually, I mean, whatever Brian brings, I always like. But in this case, it's like, well, what am I in the mood for? And I got in the mood for Dire Straits. So I started hunting around for cool covers of Dire Straits songs. And Sultans of Swing came up. Because I feel like Money for Nothing has got some has got some problematic lyrics in it. So it does, even though they're told from the perspective of a couple of ignorant uh, uh, furniture delivery guys. Yeah, yes, it's, it's just kind of rough. Still, yeah, a little bit rough. Um, and there's some covers of that stuff where people swap out words, but yeah. I didn't want to do that either. Because also, I feel like that's a little weird when you take old songs and change them. So I know, I know, it's like such a uh, double edged sword. It's like. Ooh, maybe don't have that word in there, even if it is, you know, mm-hmm. the character yep. saying it. Uh, but then, then somebody comes like, "Oh, you changed the lyrics. You took the." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a definition of that two-edged sword for sure. But anyway, uh, I like Dire Straits. I like Sultans of Swing, and I really like this cover by Mary Spender and Josh Turner. Uh, this is easy to find on YouTube and uh, various other places. It's a really, really great cover of this old, amazing song. And uh, we're going to play it for you now. We'll be back tomorrow with a regular episode of TMS. So bring your uh, Tuesday pants, everybody. (laughs) And uh, 
uh, we'll see you then. Brian, it's good to have you home. Welcome back home. <laughs> it's good to be. It's good to be back. Thank you, and thanks again to Bobby for uh, filling in on Thursday. Yeah, he did great, and and his very temporary five minute fill in this morning. Nice job. Bobby. Yes, exactly. Very it. brief while I uh, tried one more thing and or, and whatever the damn ISP said. Oh, sorry. Yeah, now we forgot this switch. Oops, they say. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks so much. We'll see you tomorrow. Get a shiver in the dark It's raining in the park But meantime South of the river You stop and you hold everything A band is blowing Dixie Double four time You feel alright When you hear that music ring Now you step inside, but you don't see too many faces Coming in out of the rain to hear the jazz roll down A competition in other places All but the horns that blow in that sound Way on down south Way on down south London town Check out Guitar George He knows all the chords Mine is strictly rhythm He doesn't want to make it cry or sing Left-handed old guitar is all he can afford When he gets up under the lights to play his thing And Harry doesn't mind if he doesn't make the scene He's got a daytime job, he's doing all right He can play the honky-tonk like anything He's saving it up for Friday night With the Sultans With the Sultans of Swing
Frogpants.com. You got seeds. I will clone the shit out of them. I don't know what that is. That's a. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.